It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. I'm Paul, and as always, I'm joined by uh, AJ and JC. Uh, wherever you guys are in, at, in the world listening to us, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Um, so tonight, we have two special guests joining us. Uh, together, they have amassed over 33.2 million followers on Instagram. Their brand, Brothers Bond, has the largest following of any bourbon or whiskey brand or distillery at over 1.6 million followers. You may recognize them from hit TV shows like Lost, Smallville, 24, and that's just to name a few. But they're best known for portraying the Salvatore brothers in the hit TV show Vampire Diaries. Paul Wesley and Ian Summerhalder, gentlemen, how's it going tonight? Yo, yo. Thank you for the intro. <laughs> yeah, they, they know that you were the largest whiskey like on social media, like with the most following. Well, I hate to I hate to sound uh you know, like we got big heads, but we're actually the big most followed alcohol brand on Instagram, period. In the oh, world. If He's I, like, let me correct you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> hey, look, at least it's a bourbon. I only checked bourbon because it's the only thing I drank. I didn't even think to go and check like beer or vodka. Just it it doesn't set as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. we, we were we were uh we're pretty proud of that. I gotta say, you know. Uh, Ian, jump in at any point, but I mean, you know, we, 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 for us, it's like when we created Brothers Bond, it was like, yeah, it wasn't about, you know, driving traffic to our pages. It was about driving traffic to Brothers Bond because yeah. that's what, that's what we're all about. We're about, we're about this bourbon. Yeah, a hundred percent. Wait, guys, I'm going to, I need to open the door to my Airstream. For some reason, my, I usually have unbelievable internet here, but it said it's unstable. So give me one sec. All good. No problem. I checked it a little while ago, but. Maybe he's downloading something, or his wife kicked him out of the house. He's in the air. <laughs> <shit. laughs> well, we're gonna pour some of this whiskey while you're doing that. Yeah, maybe they're like watching Frozen or something and streaming it. It's pulling some bandwidth. <laughs> it's you, buddy. You're, you're watching Frozen. Actually, you are Frozen right now. Oh, he's, uh, yeah, uh, actually, he's, of irony. He, there he, there he, he, was, he was Frozen. He, he jinxed himself I, I on that. that. So. Curse of Elsa. Yeah, for, right. for for those of uh, out there that may not know who you guys are, kind of walk us through you know your whiskey journey. How did you guys get into the spirit, and uh, what really made you fall in love with it? Wait, no, 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 no! Don't do that. Yeah, I have no bad signal. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My little one tried to close. The it's door. all right. It's not the weirdest thing. We um, Ed Balfour, who is a Hall of Fame goaltender, his son and him, I know who um, he is. Okay, there you go. His son Dane got uh, literally bitch slapped in the face by his cat on on a Zoom <laughs> while we were doing an interview. Yeah, like jumped like, like, pop, 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 pop. Funniest thing I've ever seen doing it. So don't worry about if yeah. a kid does something yeah. that will not win. Your, weirdest your thing on Bourbon with Friends. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes my kid shows up in 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 the meetings too. It's fine. Uh, anyway, yeah, g- give us some backstory about your all's whiskey journey. Ian, you want to kick it off? Yeah, you know, I uh, I'm, I feel terrible. I've I've got really terrible reception, so I think I'm going to have to move uh, inside. And I'll we can hear you. Yeah, we, no, we, hear, we you. hear you perfectly you're, fine you're right as now. long as you're near us. Yeah, it just it's not as fluid, right? But you know, listen, man, this yeah, you know, we were on this show for eight years, 
eight years together. Now it's been a total of 12 years, really. Uh, and, and, and for over a decade, you know, this has been a decade in the making. Paul and I have been talking about this and we knew bourbon. Uh, we knew we loved bourbon. Old bourbon's part of culture in Louisiana. Right. right. Yep. Um, and Paul, am I breaking up? Yeah, a little bit. I can kick it off. You want me to take over while you move? I'm going to, yeah, it's a bummer because it's just, I want, this is like such a huge thing for us. I want this to be fluid. I'm just going to move. I'll dial back. Sure. No problem. All right, go for it, buddy. Um, yeah, I'll just sort of, I'll, I'll, I'll take over. Um, it's, it's a brother bond for, uh, for the next five minutes. No, no plural. Um, but, uh, I mean, look, uh, here's the deal. Uh, Ian and I shot the show in the South. Um, you know, we shot it in Atlanta, Georgia and Ian's from Louisiana. I'm from Jersey. So I didn't, you know, Ian grew up, you know, with sort of bourbon being part of his culture. I, I didn't have it as much. What happened was when we moved to Atlanta to do the show, I fell in love with bourbon just because that's really what everyone was drinking. But, but more so as well, you know, our characters drank bourbon on the yep. TV series. That was like, that's kind of what we're known for. People come up to us all the time. They're like, were you guys really drinking bourbon on TV or was it, you know, was it something else? And so it was like ingrained. And so when we were on set for, you know, 15, 16 hours a day, we'd go home and I'd be like, man, I really need a bourbon. I've been <laughs> fake drinking it all day. And so we bonded. You know, on screen drinking bourbon, we bonded off screen drinking bourbon, and that was our thing for ten years. And um, and so, you know, we always wanted to create our own bourbon because it was just—it's such a huge part of our relationship and a huge part of uh, what we did for a decade and and what made us, uh, you know, well known to the public. I guess you know, it was definitely a major role in the show. It was always yeah. present. <laughs> so- yeah. Exactly. There's well, been plot twist with it and everything. Before you exactly. moved, have you were you exposed to bourbon at all, or was it actually completely new once you got on set? I I I wasn't. Um, and and it's not that I was. It's it's so funny, man, because like I don't remember like the first time I tried bourbon. But I'll tell you this much, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your podcast. I don't drink any other spirit. And and when I was a kid, you know, it was always like tequila and vodka, and mm-hmm. I, I I liked it, whatever. But when I fell in love with bourbon, uh, it's the only spirit that I really want to drink and sip and enjoy and taste. I could, and I really mean that. And I don't remember how it happened or why it happened, but it definitely happened in Atlanta. Uh, Ian, so he's, he's back on. He can tell you a little yeah, bit but- about his upbringing. But like, you know, bourbon was a part of your life as a kid, right? Like that was yeah. your... Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, listen, you know, I'm I'm from the bayous of Louisiana, and and it's it's really culture there, right? You know, Sundays after church, all the adults drinking mint juleps, and us as kids, you know, cutting cane sugar and muddling mint and stuff. So it really was a part of culture, even just the smell, and and you know, paired with all the food and. And and so Paul and I had these two very different backgrounds, but we had this incredible shared love for bourbon, you know, and, and that in and of itself uh, was such a great catalyst. Paul always jokes is, you know, Ian and I don't agree on it very much, but we really agree on bourbon. I mean, we do agree on a lot. We've, we've been together a long time, but <laughs> it's also you know, the only way we could tolerate one another for extended periods. Of time. <laughs> <laughs> we understand that. We understand that right? Well, you know, listen, the boys, you know, the, the boy, these vampire brothers for anyone who hasn't seen the show, you know, it's like, 
we played these vampire brothers, but the boys bonded on screen over bourbon. And then Paul, Paul and I bonded off screen over bourbon. So, you know, look, I say this in all humility. I think you'd be hard pressed to find a bourbon, a, a spirit with this kind of a story and authenticity, but with 12 years of IP built into it with a certain nostalgia and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That aside, if the liquid that is in this bottle is not great or uncompromising quality, then it's a waste of time. So did you guys taste it? Yes. Yeah, yeah we just tasted yeah. it. Yeah, we're just, we, we just been kind of going through it as you guys are tell, talking so, about it. So, um, so let's get into it, man. Let's get into these tastes. Let's talk about, you know, what you're, what you're finding, what you're sensing. I mean, Paul, did you walk him through any of the stuff? That no, we, no, 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 not yet, man. Not yet. Yeah, yeah we were so, just know, like, about where, fresh bottle. where it came from. I like that he has a fresh bottle getting ready to pop open. It's so <laughs> yeah. interesting. Like I, I, your story right before while he's opening that bottle, it's really interesting. One of the reasons we were really excited to talk to you is because you're kind of your story and our story is very similar. We've been friends for about a decade. We've I'm newer to whiskey, right? Like these guys have grown up with it, so both of your kind of stories are similar in, in that aspect. And we've really bonded over drinking and, and even in disagreements or times when things have been hard, whiskey has always brought us back together and, and it's kind of always been our core and our center. Uh, Paul, I'm the same way. It must be a Paul thing. Uh, I only drink bourbon as well. Um, it's the only thing that I feel good on. If I drink it, I love the taste. And I think that's what so many people don't necessarily appreciate is this spirit is so good you get so many different flavor notes in it it's not about drinking to get drunk it's drinking to appreciate the craftsmanship exactly. and what's in the bottle yeah and i'm, I'm know, so happy that you said that and, and I, I love what you said man like and and i know this sounds like cheesy or whatever but like we we, we created this bourbon because we want to create a sense of community and so when you share when you have this bourbon even though it says brothers bond it's about creating a bond with whoever you're with, whether it's your friends or your family, a stranger at a bar, whatever. Like, I, I don't care, ex-girlfriend. You know, it's really about like... Great new ex-girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> having a bourbon together, having a bourbon together and having a laugh and having a connection. And, you know, when Ian and I, we blended this ourselves. Like, we didn't slap okay. our names on this bottle. And so I just want to like, you know, say that really quickly. You know, everything you see here, the label... The, the liquid, the bottle, uh, the name was created by me and Ian. And uh, and that is a huge distinction because you have a lot of like actors and, you know, mm-hmm. musicians or whatever. They slap their names on something that someone gives them like peddling this product. That's just not the yeah. case. We blended this. This is our palette. We love this. Yeah, it was over over a year, man. It took, you know, over a year of blending this morning, noon and night. I mean, every day. So you imagine it's hundreds of iterations of this. Right. And I remember when you all announced it, my, my daughter actually was very excited. <laughs> She's like, you hear what they're doing? You hear what they're doing? I'm like, yes, I hear what they're doing. We they actually this. knew which one they wanted after the second one. They were like, but we can get away with a whole year of just mixing stuff. That's not it's quite right. Research and development. Yeah. R and D R and D the first choice. I don't know. It, but you know, but honestly, listen, you, you, you guys know bourbon like nobody else. And so you get the fact that if you are bold enough and you have the wherewithal to venture into this space of bourbon, yep. you better have your shit together. Yep. And yes. you better have a passion and a level of skill that allow you to, 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 to fly in that space. The only thing we knew is what we loved and that uncompromising quality is paying off, but it, you had to have two completely different 
elements to make this bourbon work. You had to have immediate approachability right out of the bottle, meaning the Gen Z, you know, obviously the tail end of Gen Z is right. 21 to 24, but then millennial or even my 70 year old mom or my 80 year old dad can literally take this whiskey, this bourbon, pour it out of a bottle into a glass and drink it. That, you know, but it's got to have a nuance and a complexity that a bourbon drinker like you guys can actually say, Hey, this is beautiful bourbon. So what are you guys getting, you know, obviously on the nose, the, the farther out you are, the more floral stuff you're going to get. And as you go in, you're going to get that like orange peel. But one of the biggest sort of one that's pronounced the most is baked banana bread. Right. Yeah, I was them. thinking that as well. I, I was thinking you get a lot of banana, like a, a nutty kind of banana Baking spices. Yeah. yeah. And that's definitely coming from the rye. I, the, the interesting part about it is, is your blend. And I really would, we, we'd really love you guys to talk through as much as you can about that. But one of the things that I noticed about this, it's, it's, it's got a very sweet initial like burst of flavor. Like it's sweet on the front, but it gives you that nice little hug going down, which is, is good because sometimes with this, when you get that first burst of sweetness, it, it fades, right? It doesn't fade. It, it lingers. It's got a nice little, it's got good complexity. And, and the fact that it's 80 proof, right? Most of the time you don't have a, a longer lasting flavor on an 80 proof, but this has a nice flavor and everything like that. It, it, I can yeah, see it, myself drinking this after that, after when we go out and smoke cigars, I'm going to probably drink this with a cigar. Cause I feel like this is going to, that it's a very, it's very good a, cigar whiskey. It's a very, oh, we, we drink, we smoke cigars with this all the time. And, and we, this to us, this doesn't taste like an 80 proof, you know, cause for us, it's like the perfect uh, proof level in the sense that, you know, just it's it's really smooth. It goes down easy, but it has exactly what you said, that nice hug. And it has that kind of like linger and it has that really nice finish. And uh, yeah, we're super Dude, proud. Of it. Thank, thank, thanks for saying that. And I, and I, 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 I challenge, not challenge, I beg you, go drink this with that cigar. Because it's one of the things that Paul and I actually worked really hard on. Going through, so, you, you know, getting into that blending process and what that mash is, obviously, you know, we, we blend three, three grains to get a four grain, right? And, and, and it would be invariably difficult to have a three grain at 80 proof. But the whole point about what this was about approachability, like we talked about earlier. But in blending this, we knew we wanted those two elements I was talking about, right? Immediate approachability, but complexity. But to get that... You need, and what we are really searching for is what, you know, obviously in the, you know, anyone that drinks whiskey and understands this, but we wanted an equal sensory proportion, right? Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. All of those grains are expressed over your palate, but in total balance and harmony. And I'm not trying to sound too kumbaya about it. That's literally what it is, right? Right. Yeah. Like you said, that initial sweetness kind of gets you in, but that rye, and that barley sort of follow right over and then the, the, a little bit of that toasted grain and stuff, but then comes back around when it, you get that nice warm spice and that hug, but then it's, it lingers, becomes sort of sweet. It's, it's kind of like a, almost like you get the banana nut, I think on the front and it kind of lingers after it, it, that's the lingering flavor I'm getting. It's like banana. I get the rye right. spice that just hits at the very back end. It, it hits it's, like right back here, which is, which See, is I, good because I, I'm, I'm a getting, I'm a spice person the, when it comes to whiskey. Like on the, the back spice. end, I'm getting like kind of a I kind of a connected to like things I grew up around. I get like green tea because like I don't drink coffee. I drink green tea, so you get a little bit of that herbal floral kind mm-hmm. of almost. 
I hate saying funkiness because it scares people away. But oh, I, always, yeah. I always I always put honey and lemon in my green tea, so it's got that honeysuckle honey note to it on the back end that is honey, like yeah. right there. Oh, and I grew yeah. up in I grew up in rural Kentucky, so there's honeysuckle and bushes everywhere, so it's always in the you air. You guys have done a really good job on this. Like this is a really good this is a really good bourbon. And you like, all blended yourself, right? You all picked the blend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is, it took a long time too. This is really good. Like I, I'm yeah. I'm actually impressed with with like. It, it, there's a complexity there from an 80 proof perspective, right? Like it's, it's, it's good. You get a lot of those different flavors. I'm really interested to see what happens when we have the cigar with it. I'll probably put some water in it a little bit to open the oils up to try it, but it's, it's, it's an, it's got a nice little flavor complexity to it. Yeah. It's, it's, Thanks, it's, man. Well, it's well-rounded. It's very approachable. I do like the spice at the back end. You get a lot of honey. You don't get that much with an 80 proof either. No, like you, that, it, it, it went, usually, what Paul said, it doesn't drink like an 80 proof. It's no. got like that burn in the back. Absolutely. No. You're typically yeah, oh, it means the world to us. So, What's question that? for you guys: What was like? What was the kind of whiskey that you guys like? Like, because I'd be interested to hear. You know, some he's going com- to grab it right. Some now. comparison <laughs> of, of like. By the way, wait till you try our 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 cask strength and our 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 uh, yes, uh, bottle, bottle bond. They're yes. asked. See, you guys yes. are answering all the fan questions already. Like, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I'm gonna have to give him a shout out just because the cask strength is my go to. Like, yes. I've I've always been. Like nothing wrong with blending, watering, different things like that. Um, I have no problem with it, but like cast strength and what it comes out of the barrel as this bottle is in trouble. Um, is <laughs> yeah, the bottle. It, it's this a, bottle's in it's trouble. It's a truest spirit, truest iteration of what. Bourbon absolutely, is. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a, a great representation of bourbon. It really is. Like it's yeah. you got the great color to it. If you, it's got the legs when you spin it. Sunset gold. It's got nice legs. You know. Um, like, yeah. it, 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 you know, it makes us really proud to have this conversation with you guys. Cause, and I know, you know, if <clears throat> to save face, he would be kind, but, uh, but you guys, you know, you're, oh, we're not saving face. We mean it. Trust me. Hitting all is, those yeah. points that, uh, that we could only imagine. That's a lot of whiskey gone in 10 minutes of conversation. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> listen, I, it is. It, so I, one thing it's about this bourbon, I, one thing about this bourbon is, it is quite interesting by virtue of the fact that it is, so light and easy drinking, you know, look, I'm not trying to like pedal. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like some peddler of bourbon or some, you know, like Pat no. yourself on the back, man. You've done a really good yeah, job. Here. A good job. Fine. You, just, you, yeah. you can brag. It's fine. Yeah, all you, you mean want. you're not trying to talk like you own a bourbon company that you're right. right. But it goes, <laughs> it, it, it goes really quickly. Like Paul and I can sit and we will just have a session. You know, it's also, it's incredibly sessionable, right? Like, you could just keep going within that session, but Paul and I'll sit and we'll ideate about all kinds of big stuff. I mean, this company, you know, listen, man, we're, we're super humbled and proud to say, but you know, this company's, we, we, we've moved a lot of, we've moved more bourbon than, than most people can. And, and, uh, and we did stuff in three weeks, sorry, three months that people don't do in, in, in two years, you know? So it's really special for us, but this bottle, Paul and I will literally look down and go, wow, Half the bottle is gone. We'll have a cigar, and then all of a sudden you look down, and literally the bottle is gone. But it's just like an elixir. You're not walking around, you know, slurring, speaking in tongues, and like right. licking walls. You're just sort of like. You can tell he's from the south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say, now he's talking voodoo stuff and all kinds. Of like we're a whole. Kentucky's a different. So I, I have a legitimate question. This is a it may be a hard question because, and I'm sure you guys have maybe heard about it before and stuff. It's it's these guys are really popular. They've sold a lot of whiskey. The only reason they've sold is because of their name and their fame. 
I don't agree with that after trying your stuff. Like this is a good product, but what do you, what do you say to that? And then how do you kind of overcome and, and take it to the next level? Does it drive you to be like, I'm going to show you this is like legit because look, whether it's right or wrong, people in the whiskey community, we're not one of them. We can name names, but we're not going to have stipulations about what they call celebrity brands. And Paul, you kind of named it, right? You slap a label on it. It's, it, it's, it's not great. They're just trying to make a buck out of it. Obviously, this is not what you guys are doing. How do you guys react to that? And does that drive you in in what you're trying to do to move this brand forward? Look, I'll go first. You know, first of all, that is 100% to be expected. And we we knew that going in and we said, you know, look, no matter how authentic it is, no matter how much we love this product, no matter how how much time and effort we spent like a year blending this, we knew we were going to get a little bit of that. That's to be expected. And right. that's okay. And you're never going to, you know, out of the gate, satisfy everyone. And for us, it's not about, you know, fighting back. And it's about slowly and talking to people like you, talking to, you know, the bourbon community and really, you know, taking the time to explain our product and slowly getting people to taste it. I know they're going to come around any of those people. They'll come mm-hmm. around because once they taste and once they hear our story and once they get to know us and understand how involved we are and how long it took us to blend and how much we believe in it, you can't really argue with that. You know, there's a there's a great there's a master blender that um, we worked with who will go unnamed, who we just was kind of guiding us and talking to us. And he said something great. He said, you know, look, you like no one's ever going to like your palate is your palate and no one's ever going to argue. I agree. There's nothing, you know, this is, this is our palate and we we're proud of it, you know, and that's the most important thing. Uh, Ian, sorry, go ahead, man. No, what are you talking about? No, thanks for that, man. I mean, listen, this is Paul and I talk about this all the time. If you were coming to our home, this is what we would serve you and hope you liked it. But to that point you asked, I mean, ultimately, yeah, of course, people are going to be naysayers. We knew that coming out of the gate. Uh, and we knew it, that it's going to continue. But like Paul said, once you try this spirit and you can, you know, listen, you can completely disagree and you can bitch about the fact that it's 80 proof, but it doesn't drink like an 80 proof bourbon. But what it does is it gives an entirely new demographic an ability to come in and enjoy bourbon. Yep. Yes. Yes. And your fan base alone with the bourbon in the show, they're going to want to try it. And, and they wanna... try it. Yeah, exactly. And you they want to come it. out with 126 cast strength initially, especially with like where your fans are. You want to bring them in and then you start to ramp them up. This exactly. is a great, this is probably one of the best. In, like, You're going to create I don't want to say introductory bourbon, bourbon is the raw. Is, is but the, I hear you. You can say that. It's not, it's not an intro bourbon because it's more complex than that. But it's it's intro enough that someone who doesn't understand those flavor profiles isn't going to get turned off to it. Does that make sense? Exactly. I mean, dude, listen, my, my, my entry level, you can, I mean, for sure. My wife, my wife, the, you know, she knows I love bourbon, right? And But she never drinks bourbon. Right. So when we blended this, I said, you know, look, we got, we're, 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 we're this is our baby. And she's like, all right, I'm going to try it for you, you know? And <laughs> yeah, I tried it. Uh... And she was just like, holy shit. I mean, I can actually drink this. I never knew that I could drink a dark spirit. And uh, and that was great, you know. And for her to say that, like, now she loves it, man. She She's drinking bourbon all the time. Our goal is not just, that's not our end game. 
but that's just, that's a really cool, right. that's what we wanted to accomplish two things. And also what you guys are doing, you guys drink bourbon all the time for you guys to try and go, Oh, cool. Wow. There's a complexity. Oh, wow. This is actually really, really, uh, uh, it's smooth, but it also has a lot going on. That's what we wanted to do. That's, that's those are the two things we wanted to accomplish. You guys did well, it. Well, 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 yeah. well, 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 <laughs> but just, or, yeah, if we just, were, or if we were just going with Stefan's fans, it would just be Paul in like a, yeah. like a tank top, you know, just half naked holding the bottle. It's actually a two pack you can buy. There's a Team Damon team. Hindsight 2020. We could have done that, huh? Yeah, exactly. The high rise Damon, the, you know, yeah. yeah oh, the ring. And the sweet corn is Stefan. So yeah, what, 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 what kind of what kind of proofs and stuff do you guys were you guys drinking before you did this right like you, give us some you know backstory into that you know it's funny man I uh, interestingly enough my go to like like my go to well I had like a few but like one of my go tos was basil basil Hayden, right and okay. that that's actually that's actually an 80, 80 proof yep. yeah um it's funny because people drink basil Hayden all the time and. Uh, they actually don't think of it as an 80 proof either. People are always drinking basil. And, um, it's but, a little uh, spicy that, for 80 proof. What's a gin bean product? So it's got that classic that like cake. spice. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like basil. That's not my number one. My number one was the re- – well, my number one is Ian and I were living in Atlanta. We were flying nonstop to L.A., to New York, to you know Europe, to do press, all that kind of shit. 16 and 90 flights a year. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like, man, we were flying. Like, people think being a celebrity is easy shit, right? Oh God, dude! (laughs) By the way, there's a lot of amazing, amazing pros to it, but I got to tell you, you work your ass off, you barely sleep, and you're, you know, when you have a hit show and you got to promote it and you got to shoot 16 hours a day. Anyway, long story short, we were flying Delta, and uh, Delta, you know, their go-to on if you're going to have a bourbon on Delta, it's going to be if you're going to have anything, it's going to be Woodford Reserve. And so I was drinking Woodford nonstop because that was my thing on delta so i kind of my my introduction to bourbon was with woodford okay and uh that's, and then I, that's a very yeah yeah. Bourbon, yeah it's a classic bourbon well, lincoln, also lincoln henderson is a massive hero of ours i mean obviously you, you can't you know but yeah. paul, paul paul remember we sometimes we would like have a little bit of a contest and depending on you know that little seat pocket by the time we landed in either coast would be full of those little clink, clink, clink. Or if you lift it up, lifted it up there's a little, like, a uh, little whatever, a little storage compartment, you know, on the thing. And we would just, as the plane would hit turbulence, you hear like clink, clink, clink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like but, like No one's going to let us hang out now after this because we're over. Yeah, here. right. Let's do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> be bottles at that point and be like, how many could we finish? But I would say, you know, honestly, man, if, 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 if for me, and we've all had a lot, and Paul and I drank a tremendous amount of Woodford together, get Lincoln Henderson again, I would say, you know, if Basil Hayden and Angel's Envy got together and had a child, maybe, yeah, <laughs> it would be if they if they got if they got hammered and and got you know 
on. Uh, <laughs> well, the baby would be brother's bond. The baby would be brother's bond. <laughs> there you go. We talked about that a lot. Ian and I talked about angels envy and, uh, and, and, and basil and kind of what, you know, because those are two bourbons we like and w- what is a big manifestation of the two of them. You well, it's funny because, uh, this is a finished bourbon, right? It's finished in French oak. Is that right? No, no, it's not. That's my point is that's what I was just about to say. It's not a finished bourbon. And when we were, that's why we work so hard. Angel's Envy is a finished bourbon in yeah, Ruby yeah, Port yeah. barrels. You cannot contend with that. And that was the amazing thing about, you know, Lincoln Henderson's story, which is he had spent so many years being very true to strict classic American bourbon traditions, distilling traditions, that this was like, you know, this was the, uh, this was the, the other side of that. But how could Paul and I stick to classic American bourbon traditions and yet still create a bourbon that feels like it's a finished bourbon. That was not, that's what I'm saying. That wasn't that's easy. not easy. Either. No, it's got a, it's, it's the honey. I think that's it's, it's, me it off. is the yeah. honey. Like, it's all right. We're just going to drink more. It's fine. That bottle I'm might sorry, just, like, this might be the first bottle. <laughs> of bourbon we're yeah, I like to dive. I'd like to dive in and like this honey. Note. This is R and D guys. It's R and D. It's fine. Just, just <laughs> exactly. Hey, if you can, if For those you can, of you not, that aren't going to watch this, the bottle's almost half empty already. Hey, if you guys can, I know you have two um, uh, Glen Karen glasses right there. If you can smell or, or I'm not sure if they're Glen Karen, but you know, smell once you let it sit for a second, smell that what's left in that glass, man. It's like beeswax, kind of a nice, light, floral. It's just. Dude, we're so geeky about this shit. We're so proud of this bourbon. And we're so That's great. One of our favorite things to do. Is, yeah. Do you ever like? You ever leave like a glass or a bottle that's empty out overnight, and then go back and smell it the next morning and see? What Every two thousand times today, I'm actually not doing it because Paul and my team tell me it's like, hey man, we know you love the bourbon, but eventually it starts to look a little weird. I grab <laughs> the bottle. If you look at any other interviews, you'll see me or. We have Zooms all day. I mean, we Paul and I spend eight hours a day on Zooms together. We, you know, we're running a huge company or company yeah. that's growing. And I sit there and I do this all day. And all the iterations, all the, especially when we were first getting into this, you know, years ago, it, I smell it all the time because it changes, right? So you want to know yeah. how it changes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did you put it on your hands too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you get all sorts of notes, man. I, I put it on my skin. AJ, what is that? What is that? What's coming out? Hold on. I think that's the honey stuff. If you can't tell, we're nerds about this too. No, because what I love to leave the glass out overnight and the next day smell it and just, you get a whole different note. Ooh. Yeah, it's got it's a, almost minty. Really? Almost. I get like a citrus. Yeah, citrus you're maybe. right. There is like a florally, I mean uh citrusy um well that's it's like, like a minty citrus. No, you're right. Very subtle mint. No, there is mint. You're right. That's that's yeah. real interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different. Well, note. rye can bring out a lot of yeah. Mint rye, yeah, rye mean, mixed in with because rye has the clove you've got flavor. That, you've got that clove minty note, and like like I said, when I first had it, that back taste was like rye, like a honey honey green tea almost. Yeah, like so. Oh, that's awesome! Kind of yeah, fit right awesome. in there because I I don't drink coffee or anything like green. There's green tea is my you. thing. So like, but I always put honey, like lemon, ginseng, different things in it, but. Yeah. It's got that little bit of funkiness to it, like the herbal notes and everything that you get out of it. What baking spice is that? What is you know, one that? of the things, too, man, 
Um, if you guys want to do this afterward too, as you know, the old trick of uh, uh, equal dilution, right? You know, yes. put an ounce, put a full ounce of, of brothers in there and uh, do a full ounce of water and I get know. that, you know, then you're down to that, whatever, 20%, 10%, whatever it is. Yep. But man, the craziest stuff will come out. You'll get almond, you'll get, um, you'll get like a sweet, like sometimes too, if you've ever, you know, been in like, a, you know, like an old growth forest and you smell like an old stump, like that beautiful, mellow, um, like forest kind of feeling. That's you know? why I get, I get a, like one of the notes I always use because of where I was raised, like out in that nowhere, Kentucky, like walking into like tobacco barns and you take that deep breath of air, like, so those like the old forest, like you're talking about going in, like it's like damp and a little bit funky, but yeah, you know, it's still but lovely, right? You're right. Man. I, I like the, forest you all need reference. to make a soap out of this. This is fucking great. <laughs> it smells amazing. Like right? the, forest, the, the forest reference was good. That's spot on. Yeah, no, this is, I really like how this smells in my hands. Like a lot, the more I like rub on it and stuff, it's I, I'd use this body wash. We're good. Right. Like it's yeah, not, it's good. sterile too, right? Like you can bathe in brothers. That's right. It is. It is sterile. I had a tooth problem um, not too long ago, and I took uh, our cast strength. And because when I was little, honestly, my parents used to take uh, whiskey all the time. Like we used to cut our, you know, like yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I was going to cut say the inside yeah, of your mouth or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would you put uh, cotton ball or any or a little piece of rag or something, and just stick it in there with 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 bourbon it was strong bourbon but man it would numb it clean it and you were golden and uh you know it's uh who needs a dentist good. right yeah. right well that was I'll also the 80s so i'm not promoting that people put uh yeah. you know we're uh, not promoting this but this i'll is do two all days of hot toddies before the, i go to yeah. the doctor i'm sorry yeah, right? <laughs> yeah if, 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 if you're a little conge- congested like you know um okay. the hot toddies uh hit the point in the winter time you know yeah you can also use a lot of clove too, you know, it's bourbon in there, <laughs> but you know, guys, you know, for us, I'm not kidding. Like I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, obviously, but you guys know bourbon and you're no, you're no BS. Right. So if you can recognize this in this spirit and you can imagine what someone who may not know bourbon well at all right. can, can, can appreciate then even the people who really do know bourbon well, even if even if they just want to complain just to do it, but you know, in the dark, quiet moments when they're alone, when they're drinking this, they're sitting there saying, these are profiles that are so pronounced and real and balanced that you cannot argue with it. Right? Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you. Very, very flavorful. Flavorful. Jeez. Flavorful. There you go. Sorry, guys. Half <laughs> the bottle's gone. What All right. We're going to start <laughs> We're gonna start speaking in not not full tongues, just a few tongues. It's no problem. Yeah, just do half, just do half tongue. <laughs> half tongue. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I'm not right. slurring my words. I'm speaking in cursive. Leave so we had a ton of fan questions. Wait, like, hold on, talk- before we get to a fan okay. question, I do want JC to ask the question yeah. that we were nerding out over. All right, go uh, ahead. Okay, I'll ask it if you're not because I want to know All the right. answer. Well, it's it's a, it's a nerd show. I've watched. I've seen every episode. It's a nerd my, show. It's a well, nerd. my my no. daughter. Loves the show, so it's a nerd. It's a nerd it relates to what you're doing now and the show. So, a cash drink unfiltered, aged in white oak. Could you all drink it? Because it's going to have the settlements from the wood in it. What do you mean? 
Because isn't the thing that the it's, white it involves oak the was, show? Like, so the vampires, can you drink the cast strength with the settlements in it with the wood oak chars in it? Oh, yeah, because the wood is what kills us. It, the, wood. Yeah, the wood is what kills yeah. you. Like, the color. I, I told you, I've been, I've been nerding out about this. I'm a few, I am a fan <laughs> of the show. So, yeah, no, they're all like, I, what the well, hell? Honestly, <laughs> no, we're like, what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> By the way, no, it's actually, you know what? Think about this. Bourbon is distilled, obviously, in, in, you know, American oak. Yeah. Right. And we drank an inordinate amount of it. So I think you could say, and by the way, Paul, I'm sure we could get Kevin and Julie on the phone right now, that in order for the oak to be super problematic, it has to become, you know, it has to be pushed through yeah. okay. hypodermic into muscular <laughs> or organ. <laughs> See, I, I told you I'm a nerd We're, about the show. Like, whenever he said it, I was like, okay, so all the color in bourbon comes from the wood in the char and everything. Yeah, Damon should have been sick for eight years. It should have been <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not trying to punch plot holes here, but like being nerdy, like this, That's how is this possible? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit a of a nerd. A couple things on the vampire diaries that don't track, okay? That's yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just in here, like, we didn't even realize we had to like account for this. Yeah, I don't. I don't envy the the writers for having to come up with. It was between twelve and fourteen hundred pages a year. Jeez. So wow, that's this shit smells good on your hands, man. Yeah, All right, so we had we had a bunch of we had like several hundred fan questions that that they were, that were submitted. Um, we're going to ask all of them. No, we're not going to ask all of them. You all might be immortal, books. but we're not. Um, so <laughs> the universal question is: When is Brothers Bond going to be available in every state? And also, when are you taking it uh, into other countries? I think I'll by, answer the first part of that. Every state by the end of the year, no. Yeah, but I think by no, actually, I want to say all 50 by November 1. Oh, wow. That's, that's, really, that's, 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 that's really fast. That's fast. Well, I, think we're, I think we're to November 1 thing. I mean, um, you know, Alaska, Hawaii. Uh, no, I think we're, but definitely by the end of the year, but I think I think it's November 1 because we are just distribution partners who we're fortunate to have the, the best in the world. Um, don't, obviously, regardless of the size of the state, you don't want to miss people, you know, holidays and you don't want people to not have this for their holidays. Right. So I'm, 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 I think it's uh, definitely 2021. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. That's nice. And, and then what's the second part of that? Overseas? Are you taking oh, overseas? Like yeah, Europe yeah, yeah. And oh, places 100%, like that? Man. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a timeline for that, but I will say like, it's, it's such a huge part of it. Obviously like supply is, you know, we don't have an infinite supply of bourbon. Right, yeah. uh, right now, we want to fulfill everyone in America. Uh, and we're, 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 you know, we're already pushing it because we're selling so much. And it's been so, you know, we're so humbled by that. But, you know, uh, eventually, I think what in within, I mean, we certainly want to go to like Canada. And, uh, you know, I mean, look, we're very aware of the fact that like the show is quite big in Europe and in Asia. Yeah. And, I mean, Asia, yeah. well, everywhere, to be honest with you, yeah. I don't know how the timeline, I mean, I don't know how geographically it rolls out. Right. I think it starts, you know, like Canada, Mexico, UK, EU, you know, um, and then maybe the Northern European countries. Um, but you know, there's dude, there's, Dude, Asia, Europe, East, West, uh, Russia, Australia, you know, um, Southeast. I mean, the whole 
I mean, even, you know, Africa as well. I mean, it's just India. I mean, these markets are massive, right? Well, two of our friends in Australia, uh, Jackie and Laura, were uh, very, very excited to know when it was going to come there. Um, And they're trying to bribe me to send them a bottle. (laughs) I want to try it. Listen, Australia, all jokes aside, man, Australia is a huge, huge, huge win for us. Um, We not only do we love that place, but we, you know, we want it there. Um, and it's a, it's a big priority. Big time. It's a big priority. It is a massive undertaking. And like Paul said, you know, listen, we're, we're, we say this in all humility, we're grateful the amount of um, cases that are flying off shelves. It's not just that, you know, listen, man, I, I won't go into the numbers specifically, but I say this in all humility. I mean, we did two separate press releases, right? And at 40 and then 50,000 case mark, we're, we've shot way past that at this point. But um, re- legally, we had to say 50,000 cases in four months. It's really technically before that. Um, but unloading 50,000 cases in 120 days is pretty insane. But I will tell you, yes. confidentially, the first 60 days that we unloaded was pretty damn unprecedented, you know. And so Paul's right. Like we have we're good. We have great supply for the U.S. right now. Um, but, you know. It's a feat. And obviously, you know, having your new fill one year, two year, three year, and then four year and one day old that can be bottled. Then we've got our eight year. We've got an eight year program that is going to knock your socks off. Um, but, you know, it's a four year rollout of an eight year um, that once we roll this out, you'll, you'll, you'll definitely get it. But man, you know, eight years. It's also, as you know, really great year for bourbon. It's kind of a really nice sweet yep. spot. It's like the sweet, yeah, yeah. 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 Eight, eight, eight summers, man. Eight summers is pretty, pretty awesome. And, and um, that you know, eight years in a barrel for every year we were on the air together. I think it's pretty significant. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I got a couple of fan questions I'm going to run through. So Shelby, it's Shelbs Bruce on IG. You already answered this question. It's really funny because it was like, uh, did the idea of creating your bourbon originate uh, because of how prominent it was on Vampire Diaries, which you guys already answered. So see, you already answered a few, but I'm going to give him a shout out anyway if you did. Yeah, man. Um, you, uh, Laura, at Lili underscore, or at Lili underscore Lili 29. Um, what can we expect next? You guys already said that. You have two other, a bottled and bond and a cash strength coming which we're very excited to try. We might have to have you guys back on the show when we do that. And I'm really scared if we have to try two bottles at once. <laughs> Especially cast strength. Cast yeah. 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 We might, we cool. might have to do a, a, a whole redo of that one sober, but don't worry. We'll get through it, boys. We'll get through it. <laughs> no, we'll, we will, we will press on. Um, Gra- uh, Grace at Grace underscore uh, Loven Mark. Uh, do you guys have any funny stories to tell about making brothers bond together? Well, we didn't kill each other. <laughs> that's a good story well i tell you this much man well look when when this whole thing happened uh when we were blending it uh you know at one point i thought ian was insane like i came, <laughs> I, came I came into this house he's like come with me come with me i'm like all right i'm walking in his front door and you know he's got like these beakers and graduated measuring cylinders, like in the living room. Some in the in the in the in the uh, kitchen. He's got them in the barn. He's like, follow me here. He's pouring one mash bill the other, and I literally was like, man, this guy's like Christopher Lloyd in Back to the Future. <laughs> he, hairs, he hasn't slept in three days. His hair's sticking up all over the place. I'm like this guy's losing his shit. And then, sure enough, 
he came he like he presented me with a blend and i was like actually this is pretty good you look like an idiot but you actually kind of know what you're doing <laughs> like a mad scientist um, yeah so it's a bit of a you look like a mad song, but instead of in a pure imagination well, you know what it was was you know, <laughs> <laughs> come with me and you'll you no know, man paul and i would do this you know because it's obviously you've got a you don't have to be careful. You've got to drive. You've got to do things. So we would sit, spit, sip, and spit. Sometimes we'd sit out by the fire, sit inside, sit down by the barn, sit in the office, sit in the kitchen. And one of my, my dad is one of the, my dad's awesome, but he used to want us to eat outside a lot because he said, you know, and obviously we all know this taste is 70% smell. Yep, and when yep, you're yep. eating outside or drinking outside, it totally changes things that you wouldn't notice if you're inside. But what Paul and I would do is in the evenings, whenever we got time and we'd get together, we'd run through blends that we had come up with the day before. I would make them bigger in the evening, the night, and then sit on them, sleep on them in the morning, get up and try them, and then have Paul come back over. And sometimes if I couldn't sleep or it had too much caffeine or, you know, um, wife and the baby were so passed out that I could work a little later, but I'd get into like the 3 or 4 a.m. mark. And our wives are so super supportive. And sometimes my wife would come down and say, like, honey, feel for, I mean, crush it. Do whatever you got to do. But uh, but you'll be happy if you get some sleep. And I just want to remind you, without a doubt, the baby will be up in four hours. I just, <laughs> the baby's going to wake up at the same time. Yeah. Well, but but, but I would, sometimes I would get so giddy, man, because what, Paul and I would taste something. We would like it. And then we'd make all kinds of notes, got a whole book full of it. And then I would go in and blend it bigger, right? I would go through all the notes and I would make like two or three variations. And Paul would come in in the morning and we would try them out. I'm like, no, not this, one, not this one. Let's keep going with this one and then build on that one. And man, I'll tell you, at some point it felt, because I remember those two things we were looking for, approachability and real complexity. Yes. Yep. Yep. Man, I mean, I mean, obviously I'm super glass half full. I always knew we'd get it eventually, but at most, at times, man, you're like, Eight, 10, 12 months into this, you think you're chasing a ghost. You yeah, know, trying to find like, there's a lot that goes into this. It's not like you just throw something in a bottle and say, Here, this is the whiskey. You that's know, a, like, that's the huge yeah. difference. Like, you get that with celebrity tequilas. Like, yeah, just blend anything, throw my name on it. Send, me, send me the check. This hey, man, gold. listen, there's a, I've, it'll go on name, but there's some, uh, I've had some whiskeys that, well, anyway, I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, there's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. You all can tell, like, just by drinking it. And we're, we're I'm sure we can it. subconsciously speak to each other and say the same. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> remember, um, remember, in, uh, remember, what was the movie? It was freaking awesome. It was what was it? Uh, Will Smith. Oh, Independence Day. Remember the aliens in Independence Day? Yes. They spoke telepathically. Yes. It's it's through the bottle. <laughs> it, it, it's how we're communing. We're we're communing bonded, through the liquid. We bonded through the yeah. brothers' bond. Yeah, the brothers <laughs> and the brothers have bonded. There you go. Yeah, right? Um, Ashley, Ash Lowy, underscore Lynn, underscore nine, two, four. If you, if you're, uh, if you had a vampire diaries, uh, drink about your characters, uh, what, and it was named after you, what would it be? The Reaper. Sorry. Sorry. The, no, the bourbon, bur, the bourbon tears. Cause I was crying every goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I was so damn sick of crying. Holy shit. Man. 
Oh my god! Every episode, I'm whining and crying. I was like, "Oh my lord, this guy!" Except season three, when you were the Ripper, you were badass. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I got one season of fun, and then uh, yeah. seasons of crying. Is one season where you were really a badass, right? Yeah, that was. I, I cried. I literally cried to the producers in that season, saying like. I don't know why I'm here. I'm not supposed to be doing this. This is not my character. They're like, shut up. This is your, you know, this is Paul's turn to be a badass. And this is like the hundred episode arc of this man. You know what I mean? Like he can't just be a one trick pony all the time. I got my 17 year old boy that wants to come up and chill. By the way, guys, this is a leather chair. That's making all sorts of noise. I'm not sitting over here I like dropping heat left and right. Megan and Aaron from uh, Freight Edges Boutique, uh, they have a question. It says, coming from two dairy farmers, how involved were you in the production from an agriculture side? Did you know slash pick the growers of your product? Not not yet. Well, we well as of literally now, um, we just, uh, we just, you know, we just had this conversation, you know, right now, all the, so obviously we have a give back to regenerative agriculture. Right. And the whole point of that we've been talking about is going forward, you know, listen, it's going to take a while for farms to start switching over, but it's happening at in an insane rate. I don't, two second backtrack. Did you guys get a chance to watch this film? Um, that I was very, very, very fortunate enough to produce or executive produce and be in. You seen that movie, Kiss the Ground? Have you seen that film? I have not. No, I haven't. I'm not. All right. If you get a chance and you got a 15 year old there, if you get a second, go watch this movie. It's on Netflix right now. Okay. Okay. And right. Paul and I, you know, it's like when, when we sit as a company and we think about, it's not about just giving back. Hey, let's donate to this charity. No, no, no. How do we stru- be a part of the structural uh, changing of the planet. Wow, it sounds so big and hoity-toity and at times esoteric. And no, 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 no. This is literally, Birther's Bond is we are, our dream is, and we are actively pursuing this dream, is to be the first truly regenerative spirits company in the world. And so we are just about to fire in our order um, for regenerative grains. And we are proud to say it. And um, I'm actually going to check out a bunch of grains and Paul and I are going to, you know, it's all of a sudden you're like, you know, you're looking at these like giant uh, amounts of these amazing grains, um, big and small grains, but that are regenerative. And people say, what the hell is regenerative agriculture? And we say, listen, it's pretty simple, yet unbelievably complex. It is the use of plant regenerative ag is the use of planned grazing methods and living growing plants, agriculture at scale to sequester yep. enormous amounts of carbon dioxide and store it safely back in the ground where it belongs. Boom. There you go. Now, when you do that, you feed all the micro vital microorganisms in the soil, healthy soil, healthy plant, healthy air, you know, uh, revitalizing fresh water stores, farmer building farmer prosperity, getting farmers off of government cheese, better tax base, better schools, better communities, better everything. No one's ever going to argue with me about that, right? So Paul and I in this company, we're going to put our money where our mouth is, and we're going to invest in regenerative agriculture. Um, And we know regenerative ag can literally stop climate change in its tracks, literally put it in in our rearview mirror. And so we're incredibly proud of that. And that's some real, 
you know, not to sound like a, you know, a tool, but that's some, that's like some big boy shit. You know what I mean? Like that's real stuff that Paul and I sit and we say, all right, with our team, let's go. Because when we start doing it, other companies are just going to start doing it. And look, I mean, we say this not to sound like an ass, but you create a sort of corporate keeping up with the Joneses because consumers are going to demand this eventually, right? The, the future of successful businesses, and I don't mean just money-wise, but the future of the, the successful business of the future are going to be the companies with the triple bottom line. People, planet, profit. End of story. And so we're, you know, Paul and I are busting our asses with our team to make sure that that is, that is our, part of our ethos. It's not just bringing people together, but it, and it's not just giving back. It's building, right? So we stopped using even the word sustainable, we use it sometimes, but we, we switch to the, the, the re-words, the RE words, regenerative, reuse, reclaim, you know, uh, re, recycle, <laughs> rejigger, restructure, re-everything. And that's how we're going to build this company. So I think the thing I like about you both the most is you are fucking nerds about everything. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey, you know, what goes You're into not it. half-assing anything. No, right? like, like, yeah, like it's, first. anybody who doubts what you guys are doing can F off. Like you, you guys, like we're in your corner a hundred percent because nobody who's this freaking Thank nerdy you, about whiskey from top to bottom, from what comes out of the dirt to what goes into the bottle. Yeah. You guys aren't going to fail. You guys are going to, going to succeed. And I hope you change the whiskey game because so it, there's, there's a, the there's a, there's a void there. And I think Thanks, brother. that guys like that, yeah. I, you know, there's a, there's a void there. Thank I think you, you, can, you can definitely yeah. fill it. And people, oh, don't sorry. Re- people don't realize how much like, you know, like I grew up, like literally walk out my backyard. You're seeing over nothing but, you know, cow pastures, cornfields, wheat, everything there. And that's all you see. Um, so, I mean, just hearing giving back to the, cause it's an overlooked part of the community that I don't think a lot of people, yeah. farmers are sometimes looked down upon. Um, yeah. But these are, you know, and they should be, these are the people that harder workers than anybody else you'll ever meet. Well, if you think about it structurally, societally, not to get too cerebral about it, farmers and teachers are the base of society. And yet they are the most underappreciated and most underpaid parts of society. Pretty weird, right? Yeah. So that's, that's all about to shift. Um, and, and when you watch kiss the ground and just so you know, our follow-up movie, the kiss the ground, um, is in full scale production. Um, I mean, we've had crews out now for three months gathering a tremendous amount of footage and we're so proud of that, but watch this film, man. And anyone watching this, this show with us, if you get a chance, watch this film and it's really going to give, you know, such a sort of clear picture, shine a, 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 a spotlight on what, on what we're doing with this company. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. it. You know? Oh, it, it's dude. Yeah. I can't see, I've seen 25 cuts of our film and now I've seen the movie out on Netflix, probably another 20 times with friends and family. And once you start getting toward the end, there's not one time I've ever looked around, you know, the TV or the computer or our little media room or whatever, without seeing like misty eyes or just waterworks because it just, it hits you. And you're right. It's time. And this is, this is the shift right now. Yeah. Uh, so I have two more questions real quick and then we'll, we'll wrap things up. Susie sounds right. like bourbon. Uh, it, it was like, how much uh, did you guys have in crafting the product mash bill? You guys have already kind of talked about that. Yeah. I'm going to give her a shout out anyway. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing cast from at rewatch blog, what is the best thing you learned about yourselves and each other through this process? 
that's interesting. They can drink. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, we can I'll drink. Tell you this we knew that. We're getting deep on you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this much. I always knew, like Ian, Ian and I. Oh, Ian and I really get on, and we're very different people. But you know, we didn't. We even when we were filming, we don't. We don't argue. Like it, we just. We just get on. But uh, but I will. But you know, when you start a business with someone, it's a whole different relationship. Now, one of the things that I kind of noticed about our relationship, and I think why it works well, we are so different, man. Like Ian is like always optimistic the sun is shining everything's incredible glass half full oh my god the world is beautiful i'm like you know uh what's his face uh uh you're like the grinch scrooge. i'm scrooge man i'm like <laughs> everything's <laughs> falling apart glass half empty you know whatever paul anyway, this is where the pauls don't aren't, aren't similar this is where right, this all right came. <laughs> but i mean ultimately you know when ian's yeah, his head's in the clouds. I bring him down. And when my head's down in the gutter, he brings me up. And I think that's a really cool thing that I realized that yin and yang creates a great relationship. So that's, that's something that we just, I discovered about, about us, uh, that, that I, I was really grateful for, because I think sometimes if you're too similar, it's actually, you end up butt, butting heads a little bit. Yep. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. No, Paul's right, man. And, and another thing I learned from this was, you know, Paul and I went through a tremendous amount, eight years in a television show. We built together within a huge team, and obviously it's a very big, big deal. But we built – listen, again, man, I'm prefacing this. Don't use this as a soundbite. That would suck if you did that. But I'm prefacing this with all humility, and this is just statistics. But we built one of the, you know, one of the biggest TV shows in the world ever. And the numbers are there. Like I'm not we're allowed to that. brag. It's fine. Like we, it, it's <laughs> yeah. no problem. We're very we're, hey, listen, shows. we're about it too. We're, no, it's just one of the things that we we there, there was a lot of mental fortitude that it took yeah. to get through eight years of a show. And Paul and I navigating this new world together and using all of our skill sets and like Paul said, those differences to really create like a nice balance, a yin and a yang. But one of the things I'm really proud of us uh, uh, about is that. You know, going through this process, there's never a moment we didn't know what we wanted. And if we didn't know how to get there, we asked questions. And fortunately, Vincent Hanna, um, who's our CEO, built a team around us that's unstoppable, right? It's like mm -hmm. second to none. But, you know, Paul and I just pushed forward under immense adversity, under tremendous amounts of stress and pressure. Uh, I don't need to go into talk about money and stuff, but you know, bourbon is an incredibly uh, uh, capital intensive business. Yes. Very expensive um, startup. Yes. yes. And yeah. it's cutthroat as it gets, man. Oh, yes. So, very, very regulated. So not only regulated, but all the inner workings of how it works, of how you. And then you have the you have the snobby people who are going to look down on you just because of who you are, and, and well, no, no, and we'll, that too. But I'm saying even getting it made. How to get it in a barrel, how to access it, how to pay for it, how to do I mean, it's like a hot commodity, man. Everyone wants barrels. Everybody wants bourbon. Uh, yeah. So it's really, it's been just the most amazing journey, man. And the fact that we've gotten to do this together. And also, too, this last thing I'll say, and again, I'm not trying to be insensitive. Paul will even say there's a lot of, you know, um, uh, sensitivity. Uh, where's this going? Where's this going? Well, what I'm saying is, is that... <laughs> In a professional situation, uh, you, obviously, you have to be very respectful of everyone's perspective. Yes. There's no doubt. And Paul and I, are, we are. But 
one of the differences is Paul and I have been through so much for so long, 12 years we've been together. So if I have an idea and I'm like, wait, what about this? We got to do this. And Paul just thinks about it and he goes, that is the dumbest idea. <laughs> and then I'll stop and I'll think about it and I'll go, you know what? You're right. Move on. Move on. Don't even yeah. Think I'm one of the few people that will be like, nope, that's really stupid. And he'll just say the same to me. And I'll, same thing and I'll go, oh, that's cool. He's, he's that guy in our group, by the way. That's yeah. just how he's, he's like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, well, I don't have time. I don't have time for niceties and, 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 and political correctness with Ian. We're just like, man, we cut through the bullshit. And, we cut through the bullshit. Dude, do you know how much time <laughs> yeah. that saves? A lot, a lot. <laughs> I mean, lot. dude, it saves a lot of time. So, uh, and it's pretty special that we have that. that our last that question team. for you guys is, are you guys going to, op- is the ultimate goal to open and cr- uh, your own distillery? Yes. Yeah. Produce your own spirit. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> right here. Like, you don't even get the question finished. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In, in, in uh, bourbon country. Like Paul and I, it's that, that's yeah. awesome, guys. Like, and and we're really excited to see what you guys produce. We're really excited to see what's next. I'm sure we'll probably have you guys on at some point when you guys again when you have uh, the gas strength and the bottle and bond, dude. Yes, yes. we look. Yes. For, I look I'm forward to that a lot because that's my go to. That's where I, I live. Fellas, give it. Give everybody a shout on where they can find your product, how they can buy it, and uh, where they can see any uh, additional info on it. Absolutely. I mean, uh, as far as uh, every state, there's different retailers, obviously. Uh, uh, you should definitely support those brick and mortar, you know, because, you know, obviously they were hit hard during COVID. So yeah. we're in a ton of retailers um, from small to big uh, online, you know, we're everywhere from, you know, you can go Drizzly, you can go Reserve Bar, Reserve bar. You know, Sip Whiskey, ca- uh, um, no, not Sip Whiskey, sorry, um, cor- Wooden Cork. Uh, I mean, there's a, you know, there's a bazillion of those guys as well. Uh, and then oh, also go, go puff, go puff, go puff for, and, and then all the big retail, every major, you know, big, big, big retail that you can think of, uh, nationwide. So FMO total wine. Um, oh yeah. Albertsons, Kroger, Whole Foods, Amazon fresh, uh, and on the East Southeastern grocers, ABC, uh, yeah, up yeah. in New York. All, I mean, it's like, and then everywhere, like Chicago, Jewel Osco's, and Jewel Osco, yeah. I mean, they're just like in your region, just sort of Google, you know, Brothers Bond and look at these sort of big regional or super regional or national stores. We've been very fortunate. Um, you can also Walmart, you can also, everywhere. you can also go on brothersbondbourbon.com and you can hit where to buy. There's a tab called where to buy. But does it work right now? Yeah, it works, man. Why not? Of course it works. Did you break it? <laughs> Did you break it? <laughs> break I think it works. I'm not sure. Paul, Paul was like, it was working whenever. I had it. Did you mess with <laughs> Did something? You break Did you break it? it? Yeah, it works. I just clicked on it. Buy or sure. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I love it. That Norton. What's the matter with you? Yeah, this you know, is how we are. Yeah, exactly. This is how we are. So my dad's from Hackensack, Jersey. So I like that. You know, <laughs> I've heard, I heard, what's the matter with you? You know, uh, uh, plenty of times. So. Fellas, thank you so much for being on the show. This meant a great deal to us. We've really enjoyed this. Um, You guys have friends in us. This is a really good product. We definitely will back you up. Anybody who wants to say anything otherwise, buzz off. This is really good. Really excited (laughs) to try everything else else you guys are going to put out uh, and see where this goes forward. Uh, And uh, can't wait to have you guys on the show again when you bring some new stuff out. 
Thank you for your time, guys. We really appreciate this. Thank you. We'll never know uh, how much gratitude we have for for you guys and 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 what you said about this and your sort of technical uh, understanding of it and what you in the kind things you've said. Enjoy that bottle. You will. Thank you for all of it. Let's talk about this stuff again. I can't wait to send you the cast drink and the bottle and buy. I can't wait to try it. Can't wait to try it. Thanks, everyone, and remember, bourbon with friends can change the world. Bourbon with friends can change the world. Yes. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at BWF Podcast. Thanks for listening.